Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the NBA Sane Podcast. Uh, this is uh, Anthony Sane speaking. This podcast, of course, is a show primarily about the Memphis Grizzlies and also the NBA in general. I'll uh, start off today talking about the Memphis Grizzlies, who are sitting very well, third best record in the NBA. We've been doing that for a second now, for a minute. Uh, picked up their 40th win of the night against Charlotte on the road. Uh, have a game tonight against the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, John Morant took a little injury, a little ankle injury in the uh, Hornets game, and he's questionable for tonight's game. Those of you who follow me, who, who kind of keep up with what I do, know that I have created a long-running feud with New Orleans Pelicans fans on Twitter. Um, in a normal situation, I say, hey, John, you got the All-Star game coming up. You earned it. Take some time off, man. Rest up. But not tonight, man. Like, <laughs> I uh, would love to see John play tonight. Uh, love to see the Grizzlies beat the Pelicans. The Pelicans beat us pretty bad earlier in the season. They've been beating us for the last few years. No matter how good we are and how bad they are, seems like the Pelicans always um, have been a bad matchup for the Grizzlies. I uh, would love to see them win, uh, not just because of the rivalry stuff or, or skin off my own ass. Uh, I think I want to see the Grizzlies win just to um, – that would put us at 41 wins. And I think they have one more game before the uh, – yeah, they have one more game before the All-Star break. If you can get 42 wins, you would be you would break what most uh, Vegas Lions had the Grizzlies being at for the entire season. You would pass that by the All-Star break, which I think would be a tremendous accomplishment and some money for people who bet the over on the Grizzlies win total. Um, the Pelicans always been a tough matchup. They picked up C.J. McCollum at the trade deadline. Uh, didn't really get to do a trade deadline show. I'll kind of touch on some stuff when I talk about the NBA in the second segment, but uh, the Grizzlies, of course, didn't do anything at the trade deadline. I'm not upset about that at all. Uh, I would have been fine with the Kyle Anderson trade, but if the Grizzlies feel like um, they're, they're doing the right thing, they've earned my trust. I've said this time and time again. Uh, this current Grizzlies front office, this isn't Chris Wallace and them. This is uh, Zach Kleiman and company, and they're handling things very well. They've earned my trust, and I, I think they've earned other, other people's trust as well. Um, this team is young. They're overachieving. They're doing a lot of unthinkable things for a team at this point in their rebuild and um, to be the third best team in the league. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, man. The team has a lot of chemistry. You're about to get Dylan Brooks back soon. Um, so I think that them not making a trade is fine, especially when their chemistry is as good as it is. I uh, will also say the chemistry, kind of the backside of that is chemistry is good until it's not good. You know, those kind of things can happen. So uh, it's best to just enjoy this ride and just let everything play out. Guys about to start getting paid soon, and that's when things start getting weird, typically with, with any particular team. So as long as things are going good, just let's just ride it out, man, see where it goes. Uh, I think the Grizzlies are a team that are, yes, like I said, they are overachieving. But who knows, man? You get some, you get the right breaks in the playoffs, and, you know, I really think some things can happen. Uh, I'm not afraid of a team like the Golden State Warriors. Right now they look very beatable. Um, just lost a game to the Clippers um, last night. Had a tough game against the Knicks. Uh, earlier this week, um, yeah, man, like they're very, they're very beatable. Without Draymond Green, they're a totally different team. Uh, we've been, we've beaten them once this year, lost a game. We really probably should have won. Um, yeah, that that Warriors team, I, I would love to see them in the second round of the playoffs. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks um, team that's you know around an area where we would possibly meet in a three versus six matchup, traded away. Uh, Porzingis, a uh, guy who's given the Grizzlies trouble for years. Uh, that's a good, that's good news to the Grizzlies, you know? So, um, yeah, with this all-star game coming up, Ja, of course, is going to be the starter with all those things going on. Looks like things could, you know, 
can shape out in the Grizzlies' uh, fortune. Uh, one of the things I talked about was Dylan Brooks, who's definitely coming back. Um, I shared a thought on Twitter that, that they had mixed reviews about how uh, I honestly predict the Grizzlies to bring Dylan off the bench. Um, my reasoning for that is um, the chemistry. We just got done talking about chemistry. This team has played the vast majority of their games without Dylan Brooks this year. And uh, they've got a good thing going. They're one of the top teams on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively. Uh, I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm not saying that I think it should happen. or It's just something I wouldn't mind taking a look at. I would love to see Dylan Brooks come out the bench for this team. Uh, this team definitely needs scoring off the bench. You slide Dylan in. He can still guard the other team's best defender. He just won't be starting the game. He'll play way more minutes than anyone, than Zaire Williams would be playing. We would just be getting his minutes um, coming off the bench. He would close the game, of course. But I just think he could add uh, a scoring punch. Uh, a lot of times it's not, you know, exactly if you're playing, you're playing your best players, if you're starting your best players. It's about when you're playing your best players, like who they matched up against, when they're able to make a run. And I think if you can bring Dylan in during certain parts of the game off the bench, with reserve players playing against reserve players, you can really get cooking and, um, and, you know, just kind of put us over the top. Um, he's one of those guys who's one of the few guys on his team that can score up the dribble, but we don't particularly need that in the starting lineup. That makes any sense. So I would like to see it. I, I kind of predict, yeah, I'll, I'll say it. I, I predict this is what they're going to do, but I'm wrong or wrong. Um, but yeah, I can see them uh, at least for a few games, uh, bringing Dylan off the bench to see what that looks like and letting Zaire stay there. Uh, we've seen it before with Harrison Barnes, another young guy that was a young prospect for the Golden State Warriors, hit Andre Iguodala, who was a whole all-star coming off the bench um, for this kid. Uh, um, several guys, you know, your, your super six man, James Harden uh, back in the day was coming off the bench. Uh, Manu Ginobili, one of the best six men of all time, definitely was probably the second or third best player during that Spurs run, still came off the bench. Uh, it happens, you know what I mean? I think that if you can have a guy like Dylan coming off your bench, he just takes your team to the next level. A lot of talk about whether he's been willing to, he would be willing to do that or not. Dylan's a winner, man. I don't think he's going to disrupt the season or disrupt the flow um, because of something like that. And I think that this organization, the way that they are transparent, the way they communicate, if that's something they decide to do, I think Dylan would pretty much fall in line with that. But it's just something I threw out that got a lot of reaction from people. So, you know, just thought I'd talk about. Uh, something else, De'Anthony Melton's been playing much better over the last few games. Uh, knocking down threes, being a lot smarter with the ball. You know you're going to get the defensive effort from him, the turnovers. Uh, you know, he's going to make turnovers, cause turnovers. You know you're going to get that, but he's been shooting the ball a whole lot better, especially right around this uh, last couple of weeks. So, of course, that's good to see. Steven Adams has been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I think he's had eight-plus rebounds, uh, offensive rebounds 10 times this season, something like that. He's He's been phenomenal, man. Like, uh, Steven Adams came in the season looking kind of shaky. Um, looked like looked a little lost on the court, but he's been playing phenomenal. So props to Steven Adams. Um, job, of course, fantastic. Uh, Desmond Bain seems like he's been getting his shooting stroke back. He's been knocking down shots at a high clip over the last few games. So he's got a baby on the way. So props to him for that. Um, a new addition to the, the Desmond Bain family. Uh, he also will be participating in the three-point shootout uh, coming up this weekend. Uh, so I'm sure Grizzlies fans will be cheering for that. Uh, of course, John Moran is going to be a starter in the All-Star game. Uh, just a great, you know, just a great weekend for the Grizzlies. Uh, just a celebration. Hope you guys are going to be watching the game somewhere special, somewhere cool, somewhere fun. Uh, watching that whole weekend. Um, like I said, the Grizzlies take on the Pelicans tonight. Y'all know how I feel about the Pelicans, man. So, there's no need really getting into that uh, at all. <laughs> but uh, hope they can get the victory. Hope Ja plays. And I, if Ja doesn't play, I hope he really still get the victory then because I feel even better. Um, 
yeah, I made jokes about how I I would uh, uh, have to take a second guess at everything I thought was real this season if we lose to the Falcons again. Because, man, they've been such a buzzkill. They just really bring us down to earth over the last few years. So I hope that they can pull out the victory today. I love to see Jai go out there and just destroy them. Uh, they got C.J. McCollum, just a known Grizz killer, always Brandon Ingram, J.V., who, you know, wants to, you know, eat us for lunch. So hope we can go out there and beat those guys tonight. It'll be cool. It'll be good to see if we can uh, beat the Pelicans on the road and really prove that we are who we are. You know what I mean? So, yeah, <laughs> um, looking forward to that for sure. Um, super excited about the season. These guys are playing phenomenal. Like I said, I broke down, you know, some of the matchups in the playoffs. I don't really fear anybody in the West, man, as far as the Grizzlies are concerned. Uh, it's a weird situation because I could see them do anything as far as win the whole damn championship, or I could see them get put out in the first round. I mean, I could see either scenario happening pretty much easily. Uh, one thing I am kind of concerned about is uh, with the play-in tournament, I feel like whoever comes out of that play-in is going to be a team who's super hot or has done enough to get, you know, there. And I could see that being a team like the Pelicans or especially a team like the Lakers. Uh, that could get scary, you know what I mean? You're getting a team who's uh, talented like that, um, regardless of the woes of the Lakers and the Pelicans. If those teams play good enough to be seventh seed or to get the win to play in, you're going to catch a hot team. Uh, I'm really more worried about that than somebody like Dallas or even Denver with Jamal Murray um, as a first-round matchup. But, yeah, man, we're all excited about the Grizzlies. All-Star break is coming. 40 wins. If you go by, you subscribe to the Phil Jackson Theory, of uh, teams, he said in the 60 game set or whatever, any team that wins 40 before they win 20, before they lose 20, if you win 40 games before you lose 20 games, that's a sign of a true championship contender. And we've hit that benchmark. Uh, they, we hit 40 games in 40 and 18. So we'll see, Phil Jackson. We'll see if what you're saying is true. See if the Grizzlies are a true championship contender. I know it sounds weird to talk about the Grizzlies in a championship, uh, third year into a rebuild, but man, they're a legit team. Third best team in the league record-wise, man. So you got to give them props for that for sure. Uh, we're about to take a break, man. We're going to talk more about the NBA. A lot of cool things going on in the league. I'm going to share my opinion on some of those things uh, when we get back. Check out our sponsors, man. Check out our two new sponsors, Mady Sadegi, my good friend with uh, at the Smile Center. Check them out. As well as my guys at 901 Wrestling. They're doing big things, man. Check them out. Uh, like I said, about to take a break. Check out our sponsors uh, of the show to keep this thing going. Keep these lights on inside this uh, this uh, this uh, studio of mine. So uh, yeah, man, check out the sponsors. Support them. Support all of them. Hit them up. Uh, going to the Smoke uh, Show, Smoke Lounge, sometime this weekend at 901 Puffs. Probably going Friday night. So you might want to catch up with your boy at uh, at the Smoke Show. I'll I'll give you guys more uh, information about the Smokers Lounge. Uh, I've been talking to y'all about. If you've seen me on Twitter, you've seen me talking about it. Uh, I'm going this weekend for sure. I don't know what day, probably Friday, but I'm going for sure. I've been trying to go for a month now. Haven't been able to, but I will be going to the Smokers Lounge to do some adult activities <laughs> this Friday. Uh, check out the information in the video with our sponsors. When we come back, we'll be talking about the NBA uh, and more. This is NBA Sane Podcast. Nothing but Anthony Sane. Visit AsylumTees901.com where you can find t-shirts, hoodies, and mugs representing your favorite Memphis sports teams. Designs are available in men, women, and kid sizes. Check out our featured products and sign up to be the first to know about our new releases at AsylumTees901.com.
global shortage on chicken is finally over, but there are still places that will tell you that it is hard to find, except for our good friends at Poultry Power. The dedicated staff at Poultry Power is currently delivering chicken in bulk to your home or business at prices lower than your local grocer or food distribution company. Having a cookout or a catering event? Tired of being told no by other food companies when you need chicken for your restaurant? Poultry Power is here to save the day. Visit poultrypower.org to place your order now. And remember, when others blame the shortage and tell you no, Poultry Power has the power to tell you yes. There's a smoke shop on every corner in Memphis, but there's only one 901 Puffs. What makes 901 Puffs different? They are a local cannabis dispensary specializing in Delta 8 and other exclusive smoking products and accessories. Their calling card is their smoker's lounge, and yes, it's exactly what it sounds like. They host a unique lounge experience where you can enjoy their products and vibe out. Included with their $10 cover charge is an edible and a pre-roll. Now where else can you find that in Memphis? Come mess with us at 901 Puffs, the best and freshest Delta 8 in Memphis. Visit them at 378 East E.H. Crump Boulevard and call them at 901-626-4100. It's been said that the world always looks brighter from behind a smile. So why not let my friend, Dr. Mady Sadegi, and his friendly staff at the Smile Center Memphis help brighten up your world. The Smile Center is a local family dentistry located in Germantown, specializing in cosmetic crown veneers, teeth whitening, Invisalign clear braces, all with free consultation and second opinions. New patients are welcome, and if you don't have dental insurance, don't frown. They have an in-office plan to fit your specific needs. They also have same-day emergency service available as well. Give Mady a call at 901-309-1333 or visit their website at smilecentermemphis.com. 901 Wrestling returns on March 5th to the Black Lodge with both titles on the line. The return of Big Swole Justin Cole to take on 901 Wrestling Champion, the main event, Contra the Great. Also, you'll see Ken Dang versus the 1819 Champion, Shane Schaffner. There's more to come. For tickets, visit 901wrestling.com. All right, welcome back to the NBA Saying Podcast. Uh, in the first segment, we covered the Memphis Grizzlies. I talked a little bit about stuff that happened at the trade deadline. Of course, the Pelicans picked up C.J. McCollum. Talked about the Dallas Mavericks trading away Porzingis. But, of course, the biggest trade of the trade deadline period was Ben Simmons being moved to the Brooklyn Nets, uh, basically for James Harden. Some other pieces were involved, draft picks, of course. But the two main picks, I mean, uh, pieces were James Harden moving from Brooklyn to Philly, uh, being reunited with Darren Morey, and the Philadelphia 76ers moving Ben Simmons, of course, for James Harden. Uh, I love the trade altogether. Uh, I like it for Brooklyn. I like it for Philadelphia. A lot of people are acting like Philadelphia got robbed and acting like James Harden can't play. But last time I checked, like James Harden is a right now all-star. Like that's not like fan vote. That was like picked by media and players. Like he's still James Harden. You know what I mean? Like he's he's had a fall off this year. Um, but something that a lot of people have to understand that a lot of times a player's performance is based on fit based on culture, chemistry, and there clearly was some issues there. Sometimes you you go somewhere with your buddies, man, you think things are going to work. Man, they just don't, you know what I mean? And um, that's kind of what happened there in Brooklyn. Um, I think that the, the whole Kyrie Irving thing really caused a damper on the season with him being out the way that he was. I think guys probably wanted him to sacrifice a little more than what he was doing. I think those kind of things can, can pay a toll. But uh, yeah, man, all in all, uh, I like the trade. I think that it gives uh, Philadelphia that scoring guard uh, to match up with uh, Embiid that he's always really needed for a while. A guy who can kind of, you know, run the game by himself and, and in times where Embiid, Embiid is out, 
uh, on the bench or just not playing that game at all. James Harden is good enough to get you some W's. Even in the playoffs, man, we saw him drag a Houston team forever with him being the best player on that team. Um, yeah, so that's all good. I, I like to trade on both sides. I think Brooklyn, it, you add a elite level defender, a guy who can handle the ball uh, at point guard when needed to. Uh, yeah, it's good with him and Kyrie and KD. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm hearing people say, uh, my good friend Steve Danziger in New York, who used to write for uh, Three Shades of Blue, one of the OG Grizzlies blogs, he was saying that he feels like the uh, the 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 restrictions in New York are going to be removed uh, by playoff time. That the mask mandates have been taken away, those type of things. So he feels good about uh, Kyrie probably being able to play. So we'll see, man. Um, but I like I like the move for both sides. Uh, gives Ben Simmons another shot. Uh, puts. Um, James Harden in the situation, hopefully where he's more comfortable. Like I said, I'm not buying the James Harden's why stuff. Y'all can get out of here with that for sure. Uh, other things I like to talk about as far as the NBA is concerned, uh, hot teams right now. Um, we talked about the Grizzlies, of course. Uh, another team that's really hot right now is um, what's the team? Y'all know who I'm talking about. Um, the Miami Heat, man. I talked about them last week too. Why are y'all good? I don't get it. But I give y'all props. Y'all still lead. Um, I think you're still leading the division, your conference, whatever. Yeah, Miami, 37 to 20. Who would have thought it? Props to them, man. Um, yeah, over in the West, I talked about this already, but the Golden State Warriors, um, you know, I'm just not convinced by them. I never really have been this season. There was a one point where I thought they were really good. But that also lined up with Steph Curry being phenomenal. He's still great, but he ain't, he's not the same player he was beginning of the season. Um, yeah, man, it's, that, that team's beatable for sure. Uh, the East is uh, super jumbled. Oh, another hot team I want to talk about, Boston Celtics. They're coming back, man. They're looking good. They were struggling at one point during the season. They're now currently sixth in the East. Toronto has been a surprise. They've been hanging around. Uh, but props to Boston, man. I've been on them uh, the entire season, trashing them. And here they are. They're in sixth place in the East. Um, another team I like talked about, RIP to the Atlanta Hawks. You had a good run, but you're back. Sorry as hell. So, um, yeah, your Hawks are 26 and 30. AB is like this sometimes, man. It can get that way. But, yeah, they'll probably be fine because I don't think Washington or New York is going to um, catch them at all. So, I think they're pretty good on that. Um, over in the West, uh, the Clippers are hanging around. They're beating teams they're not supposed to beat. They beat uh, – uh the Warriors last night yeah man Dallas don't know what y'all are doing don't know why you traded Porzingis I get it the contract and everything but you got worse man you got worse for sure um right now if the, if the playoffs started today the Grizzlies would be playing the Denver Nuggets the Nuggets 32 and 25 you, you figure Jamal Murray's probably gonna be back some people saying Michael Porter Jr. might be back you know we'll see and that's a lot of times easier said than done so we'll see how that whole thing goes uh for them um Couple of things I like to talk about. All Star Game. Uh, I think it's time out for the. Um, I like what they're doing with the with the Rising Stars, but the actual All Star Game. Just go back to East versus West, man. Just go back to East versus West. Like the picking teams thing. Yeah, you got the drama with KD intentionally not picking James Harden and all those stuff. Man, who gives a crap, man? Just go back to East versus West. If it's lopsided, it's lopsided. Because guess what? It's still lopsided. Because LeBron's got his team looks a lot better than KD's team because KD's not playing. You know what I mean? So it's, 
I don't just whatever, man. Just go east versus west, end all this picking stuff. But the draft of the all-star game is an opportunity to play more, sell more commercials or whatever. So, you know, that pretty much is what it is. Um, but yeah, man, all-star game is coming up. My favorite uh pro all-star game is the NBA All-Star Game. Well duh. Uh I guess that's pretty much obvious or whatever. Um but yeah, man, I, that's pretty much what I got. I'm not stressing about the Lakers pick that's owed to the Grizzlies. Pull, pull it up real fast to see where that pick is. I just, I'm just not worried about it. I just think the teams around the Lakers are going to end up um, tanking pretty much. So I think the Lakers are going to be good by default. Right now they're in 11th place. They're 26 and 31. Um, right now the pick would be the 11th pick. I'm sorry. They're 26 and 31. You got the Knicks who are 25 and 33. Right now, they look like they're still trying, but even with trying, the Knicks have been terrible. Portland's not going to be uh, better than the Lakers. The Pelicans aren't going to be better than the Lakers. Um, Atlanta probably will be. Washington's going to start tanking, free-falling after a while. I think the Lakers are going to be fine. They're probably going to be right outside um, the 11th, the 10th pick. So anything 11 through 30 goes to the Grizzlies. So I think they'll be fine. I ain't stressing about it. Um, yeah, I ain't stressing about it at all just to be dead honest with you. But uh, yeah, man, it's been a great season with the NBA. Um, that wraps up the podcast. Thank you guys for coming and checking me out again. Support our sponsors, man. Like I said, it's people who keep my lights on, you know? So um, support my sponsors. Um, get up with me. This weekend, like I said, I will be at the Smokers Lounge at 901 Puffs on Friday. So Friday night. So I uh, hope you guys can, hope I can see you guys there. Hope you can join me. Light up one with your boy, you know? enjoy some of their uh, legal cannabis products with the good my good friends at 901 Puffs. Yeah, man. It's going to be a great year. I'm ready for the playoffs to just start, though, damn it. I ain't going to lie. Start them. I'm tired of these meaningless games from my Memphis Grizzlies. I'm ready for the playoffs to jump off. So you can go ahead and make that run, man. Get DB back. Free Dylan Brooks, man. Let's go. Y'all see it. Y'all know what it is. But I'll see you guys next time, man. This is the NBA Saying Podcast. Nothing. Anthony saying, see y'all next time. Hey, just want to thank you guys for coming to check out NBA Sane. Whether you got here via the website, nbasane.com, or via the NBA Sane YouTube page, thank you for checking me out, man. Hope you enjoyed the video. Hope you are looking forward to more. Uh, while you're here, um, check out my Twitter. You can find me at, at NBA Sane as well as at Sane Asylum. On Facebook, you can find me at NBA Sane. And I also have a Patreon page for anyone who wants to support and partner with me. That's patreon.com slash NBA Sane. Thanks again for checking us out and hope to see you again soon.